Welcome everybody to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today it is Sunday, November 15th, and I'm doing my recap from from uh, this weekend's games. We, there were some pretty good games, games not not necessarily in the top 25 rankings, but but there were some uh, pretty decent games. But there was also a lot of games postponed or canceled this week this week the sec had about four i think four games canceled or or postponed uh ohio state had their game postponed and then many other teams as well so i think there was like at least 16 if not more postponements this week and hopefully this isn't a trend or anything we because that would not be good for football. So the the first game I'm going to talk about about is uh, East Carolina taking on Cincinnati. Cincinnati, this game happened a Friday night, and it was pretty much a blowout. Cincinnati won the game uh, fifty-five to seventeen. Desmond Ritter had a pretty good day. He was 24 of 31, 327 yards, and three touchdowns. Holton Allers, Ehlers for East Carolina did not have a good day. 9 of 20 for 87 yards and three interceptions. Keaton Mitchell, though, and Raji Harris for East Carolina had a pretty good day. They, uh, Mitchell had 17 carries for 124 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Harris, 23 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. Pretty good day over there. Uh, the lean rusher for Cincinnati was Cameron Young with one carry for 75 yards. Desmond Ritter had in a touchdown. Desmond Ritter, eight carries for 75 yards and a touchdown. And then Jerome Ford, seven carries for 54 yards and two touchdowns. Downs leading receiver was Trey Tucker. Was Trey Tucker with four receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown. Michael Young Jr. with three receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. And then Jay Sean Jackson with five receptions for 54 yards and a touchdown for Cincinnati. Leading receiver for East Carolina was Keaton Mitchell with one reception for 26 yards. Raji had a fumble and he lost it. Ritter had two fumbles, only lost one of them though. Lane tackler was Darian Beavers with nine tackles for the day. Day a lane tackler for East Carolina was Juan Powell with eight tackles. Tackles Gerald White, Kobe Bryant, and James Wiggins all had interceptions, and White took it for a pick six. Six, a uh, Cole Smith. Uh, the kicker for Cincinnati, he was 7 of 8 on extra points for the day. Day, uh, Jake Verity, Verity uh, was 1 for 1, made a 32-yard field goal and 2 for 2 on extra points. Cincinnati punted it 2 times, uh, East Carolina 5 times. They, Cincinnati had a big second quarter with 28 points, and then that was pretty much about it. Cincinnati pulls out another opponent 
And who? I'm curious, who do they have left on their schedule? UCF, now that could be a tough game. Temple and Tulsa. Tulsa... Tulsa has a pretty good defense, but their offense, I think, does worry me a little bit. UCF, really good offense. Temple, Temple, I, I don't think they can get it done. So, against them, I'm probably still going to take Cincinnati in all those games, but I wouldn't be surprised with UCF pulling an upset. Uh, yeah, let's... Let me see. There was one, two, three, four, five, six postponements, actually. Auburn, Mississippi State. State, that game is going to be in December 12th. Coastal Carolina, Troy. Uh, that game is going to be. That game has not been announced yet when it will be made up or if it will. Um, uh, Georgia, Missouri. I believe that game's getting moved. To the end of the season, possibly. Uh, Tennessee, Texas A&M. Uh, I believe that game's getting moved to the end of the season, as well. Ohio State, Maryland won't be made up. The Big Ten's not doing uh, makeups. And then Alabama, LSU. This game might not be made up. Only way it, it will be made up is if Alabama loses two games. And Texas A&M takes over. Otherwise, this game won't, won't, won't be made up. LSU. Yeah, wow. Oh, was, oh. So, um, but yeah, back to the recaps of all the games. Um... Um, but, yeah, uh, Cincinnati game, that was the only game on Friday, at least in the top 25. Five. Next game we're going to talk about. Uh, number nine, Miami versus Virginia Tech. This was a pretty good game. Back and forth. Back and forth. Uh, Miami scored a touchdown with, like, six minutes left, I believe, and was able to get get the win. Stay, stay at 7-1. Virginia Tech uh, loses another game. Uh, they played a little bit better this week. Uh, Derek King was 24-38 for 255 yards, had one passing touchdown. Uh, Hooker was 19-29, 202 yards, but one interception. Hooker had 59 yards on the ground and had one touchdown. Jalen Holston had four carries for 36 yards and two touchdowns. Cameron Harris, 14 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. Derek King had 18 carries for 15 yards and a touchdown, a rushing touchdown. Leading receiver was D. Wiggins with eight receptions for 106 yards for Miami. And then Mark Pope, four receptions for 50 yards and a touchdown. Trey Turner was the leading receiver for Virginia, for Virginia Tech with five receptions for 86 yards. Leading tackler was Dax Hollifield. Uh, he had 13 tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, and a pass deflection. Jared Jared Hewitt had five tackles, two and a half sacks, and two and a half tackles for loss. Pretty big, big day for him. Uh, Jalen Phillips, he's a a big NFL prospect. He had four and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, and eight tackles. 
Gilbert Fierson also had eight tackles and two sacks and two tackles for loss. Uh, Brian Johnson was one of two on field goals, made a 38 yarder, three for three on extra points. Jose Borgales was two for two, made a 42 yard field goal, and was one for one on extra points. Miami punted it seven times, Virginia Tech punted it three times. A big win for Miami. They still still have a chance to, uh, I think, to go to the to the SEC. Actually, wait. No, they. Never mind. Actually, no. Only way Miami would go is if Clemson loses another game because, assuming Notre Dame runs the table. My Clemson beat Miami, so Clemson would have the edge. So Notre Dame, if Notre Dame wins out, at least until the conference championship. So Miami needs Clemson to lose another game to win it, actually. I just realized that. So, uh, But good win. Good win. They got to play better. I, want, I, I don't think they really are a top 10 team. In the country, talent-wise, I think they are, but and Miami's always had talent. It's just coaching got put things together. But they're seven and one, so you can't be complaining too much. <laughs> Next game, we got number ten Indiana taking on Michigan State. Indiana won the game twenty-four to nothing. Big win for Indiana. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. Was 25-38, had 320 yards, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. And then Rocky Lombardi, who's normally the starter, he was 3-7. of seven. He had 21 yards and threw two interceptions before getting benched, I, I want to say, for Peyton Thorne. He was 10-20 of 20 for 110 yards and threw another pick. Stevie Scott's the third, 23 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. Down lane rusher for Michigan State was Connor Hayward with five rece- carries for 27 yards. Lane receiver was Jaden Reed with seven receptions for 63 yards. Ty Fry- Fogle, Fogle, um, I might be saying that wrong. He had 11 receptions for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Big day from him. And if he can do that against Ohio State, that, that would be very helpful for the Hoosiers. Uh, Michigan State had three fumbles, but only lost one of them. Leading tackler was, for Michigan State was Antoine Simmons with 14 tackles, one tackle for loss, and a quarterback hit or hurry. Uh, Leading tackler for Indiana was uh, Micaiah McFadden or Mika McFadden. He had three tackles for loss, two sacks, and nine tackles total. And then Jerome Johnson, four tackles, two sacks, two and a half tackles for loss. Big day for that Indiana defense. Taiwan Mullen, two interceptions. And then Reese Taylor, one one interception they took for 53 yards. Uh, Shakir, Shakir Brown had two interceptions for Michigan State. Uh, Charles Campbell, the kicker for Indiana, was one of two. It was three for three on extra points. Um, 
Indiana punted the ball three times. Michigan State punted six times. Times Indiana scored a lot of points in the first half. Second half didn't have to do a whole lot. They got a big win there. There. And next week they got probably their biggest game in who knows how long. Uh, next game, we got a uh, number sixteen Marshall taking on a uh, Middle Tennessee. See, uh, Marshall won this game forty-two to fourteen. Grant Wells had was twenty-five of thirty-seven, had three hundred and thirty-six yards and five touchdowns. Downs Asher O'Hare O'Hara was twenty-nine forty-four for two hundred forty-one yards and one touchdown for Middle Tennessee. Lean Rusher was also O'Hara. O'Hara, he had 11 carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. Brendan Knox, lane rusher for Marshall, 16 carries for 70 yards. Sheldon Evans had five carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. Lean receiver was Willie Johnson with eight receptions for 137 yards and two touchdowns. And Corey Gamage with five receptions for 62 yards and two touchdowns. Lean receiver for Middle Tennessee was Jaron Pierce with nine receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown down. Middle Tennessee fumbled the ball three times and lost all of them. And then and then uh, Marshall fumbled it one time and lost it. Land tackler was Reed Blankenship. Is it? I want, is he related? I'm Blankenship. I feel like it it's a little more common. Um, hold on one second. Okay, okay, they they aren't related. I I didn't think they were. Or but I was just trying to double check to see uh, if he was related to uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, but no, no, they're they. Wait, uh, Athens, Alabama. Okay, yeah, they aren't related at all. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, he. He had 11 tackles, tackles for the day. Lane tackler was uh, Nazi Johnson with 13 tackles for Marshall. Uh, uh, Shane Suhuchi was 6 for 6 on extra points and he missed one field goal attempt. Chris Holt, or Crew Holt, Cruz Holt, uh, he was 2 for 2 on extra points and Missed a field goal. Middle Tennessee punted it eight times. Michigan, or I mean not Michigan, Marshall punted it five times. 
big win for Marshall, especially on the 50th anniversary of the of the plane crash. Big win for Marshall. They're having a great year. So, great for that program. Uh, next game, game uh, we got a little bit of a blowout. That was expected. Uh, number 22, Liberty, taking on Western Carolina. Western Carolina is an FCS school, playing their first game this season. Uh, uh, Malik Willis, he was 14 of 19. Team had 306 yards and three touchdowns. And then Chris Ferguson, I assume he's the backup, came in. He was 4 of 5 for 73 yards and a touchdown. Malik Willis had also eight carries for 97 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Joshua Mack, 15 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. And then Peyton Pickett had four carries for 32 yards and a touchdown. Will Jones for Western Carolina. He was 7 of 13 for 74 yards threw one touchdown, one interception, and then they brought in Mark Wright. He threw more passes, so I wonder if he was the starter. Uh, he was 11 for 17 for 66 yards and threw one interception. Donovan Spencer, leading rusher with 12 carries for 79 yards, and then Mark Wright, 10 carries for 12 yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver was up for Western Carolina was Owen Kosenke. Kosenke. He had five receptions for 56 yards, and Clay Bartle had one reception for nine yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver for Liberty was Kevin Shaw with two receptions for 137 yards and one touchdown. C.J. Daniels, two receptions for 96 yards and two touchdowns. And then Johnny Huntley, four receptions for 65 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Liberty fumbled the ball three times, only lost it one time, luckily. Western Carolina fumbled it one time and lost it. Leading tackler for Western Carolina was Ty Harris with 11 tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Lean tackler was was between Jawan Treadwell and Ty, Tyron Dupree. Uh, they both had five tackles. Uh, Carl Poole and Darrell Johnson both had a pick for uh, Liberty. And and Alex Barbier was one of two, made a 54-yard field goal, six for six on extra points. Jason Schrichter, he was one of two on extra points. And then uh, Western Carolina's kicker, kicker uh, uh, Richard McCollum was 0 for two, was two for two on it, extra points. Uh, Western Carolina punted five times. Liberty did not have to punt the ball at all. This was expected a blowout, but nevertheless, Liberty remains undefeated, and that's great for for them. Uh, next next game uh, we have number twenty five Louisiana taking on uh, South Alabama. Louisiana won the game thirty eight to ten. Ten another big win for uh, Billy Napier. Year. They, they're they back in the rankings. Only loss was to Coastal Carolina by like a field goal. Uh, Levi Lewis was 21 of 31, 252 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Sent uh, Desmond Trotter for South Alabama, 15 of 28 for 133 yards, had one touchdown, but one interception as well. Well, lean rusher was Terry and Avery with 14 carries for 62 yards. 
leading rusher for Louisiana was uh, Chris Smith with seven carries for 99 yards and a touchdown, and Elijah Mitchell with 15 carries for 61 yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver was Neil Johnson with three receptions for 40 yards, uh, Trey Rogas with one reception for 25 yards and a touchdown, and then Jalen Williams with two receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown, and Errol Rogers Jr. with one reception for three yards. Leading receiver for South Alabama was Jalen Tolbert with five receptions for 64 yards, and then Kawan Baker with six receptions for 43 yards and a touchdown. Down, South Alabama fumbled the ball once and lost it. Same thing with Louisiana. Lynn Tackler was Nick Mobley with 11 tackles. Lean tackler for Louisiana was uh, Percy Butler with six tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Loss, uh, Percy Butler ha- had an interception in Nick Mobley as well. Uh, Diego Gu- Gu- Guadaro. Uh, I'm probably saying that wrong. He was one for one, made a 26-yard field goal, one for one on extra points. And Kenneth All Almendarez was one for one, made a 25-yard field goal, five for five on extra points. South Alabama punted it four times, and Louisiana punted it two times. Big win for the Raging Cajun. Next game we're going to recap is... Uh, uh, number 20, USC versus uh, Arizona. It was a pretty close game. I actually sat down and watched uh, a little, little bit of the end. I was going back and forth. USC, Arizona scored a touchdown late. USC got the ball, went down, scored quickly. Arizona got the ball with 30 seconds, tr- tried to throw the ball around a bunch, but couldn't get much, and USC won the game. Thanks to another strong fourth quarter. Two weeks in a row, they went. They went. Have they have to had to come back to win? Uh, Keaton Slovis had a really good day. Thirty of forty-three, three hundred twenty-five yards, threw one touchdown. Grant Gunnell, Gunnell, Gunnell uh, for Arizona, pretty good day in my opinion. He was twenty-four of thirty-six, two hundred eighty-six yards. Three touchdowns. It did have one interception, though. The lean rush, rusher was uh, Gary Brightwell with 21 carries for 112 yards for Arizona. Um, Marquis Stepp had 12 carries in for 82 yards and a touchdown. Stephen Carr, 12 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown. And Vave Mal- Malapay. Had five carries for six yards and a touchdown. Now, lean receiver was none other than Amon Ra St. Brown. He had seven receptions for 113 yards. Eric Krom, Kromanoke had one reception for six yards and a touchdown for USC. Uh, Tavion Cunningham had five receptions for 110 yards and a touchdown. For Arizona, Stanley Berryhill III had eight receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. And Jamar, Jamari Joyner had two receptions for 42 yards and a touchdown for Arizona. Gary Brightwell had a fumble but did not lose it. Lynn Tackler was really, really short with nine tackles for the day. Day, a lane tackle for USC was Marlon Toop. 
Tupelo to pull Tupelo to O2. I'm probably saying that wrong. Sorry. Uh, he had eight tackles, half a tackle for loss. Lean tack, and then Drake Jackson had five tackles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss. Laws, uh, Talone, Talon, Talanoa, Fanga, Fanga, probably saying that wrong as well. He had one interception for 27 yards. Yards, Parker Lewis was two of three. Three made a 30-yard field goal and was four for four on extra points. And Lucas Harvaris. Havers uh, was three of four, made a 51-yard field goal, three for three on extra points. USC punted, both teams punted three times, actually. USC's punter had a 61-yard punt. That, that's, that's pretty good. Good. Uh, USC remains undefeated. Do I think they're going to the playoffs, though? No, probably not. They, they're going to need a lot of stuff to happen. So, yeah, but hey, they're off to a good start, 2-0 this year. The next game I'm going to talk about is uh, number two, Notre Dame, taking on Boston College. The, Notre Dame won the game 45-31. to One, This game was, was eh, pretty good in the first half, but then Notre Dame took over quickly and and was able to hold on to win the game. Game uh their the best quarter was the second quarter when they had twenty one points points scored thirty one points in the first half and then second half just played played some good defense, which Notre Dame does have. They have a pretty good good defense in my opinion. Ian Book had a solid day, 20-27, 283 yards, and three touchdowns, while also having 10 carries for 85 yards and another rushing touchdown on the ground. Big day for him. Phil Jerkovic on Boston College, not not the best day, 18-40 of for 272 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And then he had seven carries for 34 yards on the ground. Uh, Ian Book was the leading rusher for Notre Dame. Dame uh, and then Sebo Flemister had 10 carries for 53 yards and two touchdowns. Kyron Williams, for some reason, wasn't getting that, that many carries. He only had nine carries. I'm curious, did he get hurt in the game or was he just not in their game plan? Because he's been having a great year. Here. Let me let me see. Let me make sure he didn't get hurt. Oh. Oh, so he did get hurt. Okay. Uh let's see. Sophomore running back. Shared a positive update. He was banged up on a fumble. Uh Uh, 
Okay, okay. Okay, so I oh, I see. He he was he landed on his shoulder. Shoulder and they wanted to make sure he was fine. So they did not put him back in the game, but he said if if somebody else went down then they would. So they were just being careful. So what but he wasn't out for medical for medical or anything. So he was hurt, but it looks like he could could have probably played through it, but they want to keep him healthy. Healthy, it was in the second quarter, so they I don't know what the score was at the time, but I guess yeah, not not really a bad idea. Idea if it was if it was still close, probably would have played played him, but if it wasn't then there's no reason. Uh, I watched some of the game, but not most a lot of it because I was busy studying. You, you got a lot of finals week, but but yeah, uh, Ben, uh, Sco, uh, Skoronic had five receptions for sixty-three yards and three touchdowns, and then the leading receiver was Avery Davis with two receptions for seventy yards. Jalen Gill, the transfer from Ohio State, State. He uh, followed, followed, uh, uh, Jeff Halfley from Ohio State to Boston College. And, yeah, from, uh, Westerville, Ohio. That's pretty close to where I used to live. Live, uh, Hunter Long had four receptions for 59 yards and a touchdown. Zay Flowers had three receptions for 25 yards and a touchdown. Down. Notre Dame had three fumbles and lost it three times. Yeah, you don't want to... Yeah, you don't need those turnovers. You got to handle that fumbling problem. And then Boston College fumbled it one time and lost it. Uh, lean tackler was Sean Crawford with nine tackles, one sack, one and a half tackles for loss. Loss and lean tackler for Boston College was Isaiah McDuff, McDuffie with 16 tackles. Tackles at uh, Jack Kaiser had an interception. Aaron uh, Bumeri was three of three. Made a 41-hour field goal, two for two on extra points. And Jonathan Doer was one of two. Made a 23-yard field goal, six for six on extra points. Boston College punted it two times. Notre Dame did not punt it at all that game. And the Fine Irish remaining undefeated in the Big, in the or not in the Big Ten, uh, in the ACC. And have a good chance to run the table. Who they? Let me see who they play for the rest of the season. I'm just curious. North Carolina, Syracuse, and Wake. Syracuse, I think, probably should be a win. North Carolina could could they, could possibly be a challenge. Wake Forest on the road. Well, Wake Wake Forest is not isn't a bad team. Uh, Notre Dame should probably still win that, but.
But yeah. Uh, big. But yeah, Notre Dame it's running the t- table. Uh, next game, we we have a number six Florida taking on Arkansas. Florida won the game 63 to 35. Five Florida's defense didn't do a whole lot, but did did just enough to get the win. When Florida had a big second and fourth quarter with uh, 28 points in the second and 21 in the fourth. Kyle Trask, unbelievable day. 23 of 29 for 356 yards and six touchdowns. Felipe Franks wasn't bad. 15 of 19 for 250 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Traylon Smith had eight carries for 118 yards and a touchdown. Rakeem Boyd, 12 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. And then KJ Jefferson, three or three carries for eight yards and a touchdown. For Arkansas, Liam Rusher for Florida was at Damian Damian Pierce. This is the first game I and Emory Jones, the backup quarterback, had uh, six carries for thirty-seven yards and a touchdown. Probably this is probably the first game I've seen Florida have more uh, more runs than passes. Passes. They had forty-five carries the whole game, though some of that, though some of those could have been pass plays. Plays. Uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of the game. Uh, Trayvon Grimes had six receptions for one hundred nine yards and two touchdowns. X Xavier Henderson three receptions for sixty-two yards and a touchdown. A Z- Keon Zipperer. Had three receptions for 47 yards and two touchdowns. Jacob Copeland, one reception for 33 yards and a touchdown. And then Justin Shorter, one reception for 21 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rakeem Boyd had a fumble that was lost. And Zachary Carter had two fumble recoveries. Uh, Lane Tackler was Mohamed Diabate. Had seven tackles, two and a half tackles for loss. Lost. Uh, Grant Morgan was the lane tackler for Arkansas with 15 tackles. Tackles. Uh, Jalen Catalan had an interception. And, and A.J. Reed was 5 for 5 on extra points. Evan McPherson was 8 for 8 on extra points. And then Chris Howard had was one for one on extra points. Arkansas punted it five times. Florida only punted it one time. Florida gets the big win. And I believe they are do they I think they need one more win to Okay, wait, is it four games left? Uh, okay. Okay, so Florida can win. If Florida wins, uh, 
Florida has uh, four games left on their schedule, LSU, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt. If they, I believe if they win – So if so that they win three games, then they clinch it. If they win three, if they win three games, they clinch. They they uh, clinch the SEC East. If they if they lose, if they go two and two and Georgia wins out, then Georgia goes to the SEC championship. Vanderbilt. I think that should be a win. Kentucky probably should be a win. Tennessee should be a win. LSU, yeah, they do have a good offense. This could be a high-scoring game there. There, uh, and then, yeah, yeah. Florida's five and one right now. Only loss was to A and M, but but they're playing really good football right now. And I, I'm a Georgia fan as, and a Mississippi State fan, but I, so I don't like Florida, but I'll, I do give them respect. They are playing really good football. So, uh, next game we have a uh, Oregon, number eleven Oregon versus Washington State. This game was pretty close. Was pretty close for most of the game, but, but uh, Oregon had a big fourth quarter. And took over. They had twenty-two points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Tyler Shaw show was twenty-one to thirty, three hundred twelve yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Jaden De Laura had, was twenty-five to thirty-nine, three hundred twenty-one yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Dion McIntosh had sixteen carries for ninety-two yards and a touchdown. Uh, C.J. Verdell eighteen carries for one hundred eighteen yards and a touchdown. And then uh, Cyrus Habby Licio. Likio had one carry for one yard and one touchdown. Jalen Reed five was the leading receiver with five receptions for ninety nine yards. Travis Dye with two receptions for eighty seven yards and a touchdown. DJ Johnson two receptions for twenty three yards and a touchdown. And then Johnny Johnson the third with one reception for two yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver what for Washington State was a uh, Renard Bell with ten receptions for one hundred fifty eight yards and a touchdown. And Lucas Bacon with two receptions for twenty six yards and a touchdown. Uh, Oregon fumbled the ball twice. Twice. Lean tackler was Nick Pickett with nine tackles. Tackles. Uh, lean tackler for Washington State was Jihad Woods with 11 tackles, three tackles for loss, a pass deflection, and a sack. Sack. Uh, Aiden Hector had an interception for Washington State. Uh Camden Lewis was 0 of 1, but it was 5 for 5 on extra points. And Blake Mazza was 3 for 3 on field goals, 2 for 2 on extra points. Uh, Oregon punted at one time. Washington State punted four times. Times. Oregon remains undefeated, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive, though I have a feeling it's, it's going to be tough. Still. Uh, next game, game we have... have is uh, uh, number 13 Wisconsin taking on Michigan there's not a whole lot to talk about from this game game uh, Wisconsin absolutely demolished them 
Graham Mertz uh, did not have the best game. He was 12 for 22, had 127 yards and two touchdowns. Downs, Wisconsin went back, though this game went back to their roots of being a running team, had 51 runs the whole game and five touchdowns. So so uh, Jalen Berger had 15 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Nakia Watson, 12 carries for 65 yards and two touchdowns. Danny Danny Davis, the third, seven carries for 65 yards and a touchdown. And Mason Stroke, four carries for 11 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Joe Milton, not, not a good game for Michigan. Was 9 of 19, had 98 yards and two interceptions. And then uh, they brought in Cade Mc, McNara, Mara, who, who was 4 of 7 for 74 yards and did have a touchdown. Lean rusher was Zach Charbonnet with three carries for 21 yards. Leading receiver for Michigan was Ronnie Bell with four receptions for 56 yards. Mike Saint Sanristil had one carry for 23 yards and a touchdown. Jake Ferguson was four had four carries or four receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown. And Mason Stroke uh, Stoke was one of had one reception for one yard and a touchdown. A uh, Nick Herbig and Scott Nelson were the leading tacklers. Nick had three tackles for loss. Scott had one. Leading tackler for Michigan was Daxton Hill with 11 tackles. Hells, Leo Chanel and Scott Nelson both had an interception for Wisconsin. And Colin Lars was 7 for 7 on extra points. Quinn Norton, 1 1 on field goals. Michigan punted it five times. Wisconsin punted three times. Big win for Wisconsin. They, they, they can't have another game canceled canceled and right now we're seeing a trend of so many games game postponed or should I say canceled because it is the the big 12 or I mean or I mean the the big 10 10 and this year they they aren't making up games and only way they probably could is if the playoff decide to move back the date which right now they said they're not going to and I think it's probably the best idea, maybe, maybe, because it might it might be the best idea just to move, or just to try to keep things as much as possible. Because it, it if they move everything back. And then there's just more and more postponements. It could be, it could make things probably a lot worse. I don't know, but but yeah. Uh, and then next game we got no, number nineteen SMU versus Tulsa. Tulsa pulls the upset, winning twenty eight to twenty four. They were down by fourteen going into the fourth, and they put it. Or no, or no, they were down by by ten going into the yeah they were or at halftime they were down uh, twenty four to seven seven and they scored three touchdowns in the second half and did not let up any points uh, to get the get the win for the Golden Hurricane. 
Hain, uh, Tulsa's 4-1. and one. Zach Smith was 26-38. Eight, had 325 yards and three touchdowns, but one interception. Uh, Shane Bouchelle was 18-36 of 36 for 200 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Not the best day for him. Vasilis Bentley had 26 carries for 103 yards and a touchdown. Leading rusher for Tulsa was T.K. Wilkerson with 21 carries for 94 yards and a touchdown. Kent Kalon Stokes had eight receptions for 122 yards. Yards. Josh Johnson had eight receptions for 101 yards and two touchdowns. And then James Palmer, one reception for four yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver for SMU was Danny Gray with eight receptions for 93 yards. And then Kyle, Kylan Granson had two receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown. Down, Zach Smith recovered a fumble, or no, fumbled the ball and lost it, and Elijah Chapman recovered it. Lean tackler for SMU was Delano Robinson with nine tackles, a tackle for loss, pass deflection, and a quarterback hurry. Uh, Turner Cox had two tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss. Loss. Lean tackler was uh, Justin Wright with nine tackles for Tulsa. Tulsa, Xavier Collins had one interception, and Brennan Crosley had a pick six. Six. Zach Long was 0 for 1, missed, missed, missed one of his kicks, but was 4 for 4 on extra points. Chris Nagar, Nagar uh, was 1 of 2, two made a 45-yard field goal, 3 for 3 on extra points. SMU punted it five times. Tulsa punts it four times. And this is the sec I think the second or third game Tulsa's won when down by 14 or more points. So Tulsa knows how to come back, and that's great for that team. And then our last game, we got Northwestern, 23 Northwestern taking on Purdue. This was a pretty close game throughout, but uh, Northwestern was able to get the win. When, when uh, Payne Ramsey had a pretty good day, was 23 of 36, 212 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. If you don't know, he was the he he was a quarterback at uh at Indiana last year, but he he transferred. Aiden O'Connell was 28 of 51, had 263 yards and two touchdowns. Leading rusher was Xander Horvath with 10 carries for 21 yards. Isaac Bowser was the leading rusher for Indiana. Or I mean, not Indiana. Northwestern. He had 13 carries for 27 yards. Yards. Leading receiver was Raymond Chia Chiakiyalo Bowman. Chiakiyalo Bowman. He had eight receptions for 86 yards and three touchdowns. Leading receiver for Purdue was Xander Horvath with nine receptions for 100 yards. Garrett. Garrett Miller had one reception for 40 yards and a touchdown. And Milton Wright had three receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown. Down, uh, Aiden O'Connell and Xander both had uh, two fumbles. Only one of them were lost. Northwestern had two fumbles as well. Uh, Chris Bergen was the leading tackle for Northwestern. Iku uh, Leota had three tackles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss. Uh... Lane tackler for Purdue was Derek Barnes with 14 tackles and two and a half tackles for loss. Uh, Le- 
Cam Allen had an interception for Purdue. To uh, J.D. Dellinger with two of two. Made a 30-yard field goal, two for two on extra points. And Charlie Kubander for Northwestern was two of two on field goals. Made a 46-yard field goal. And it was three for three on extra points. Northwestern pointed it six times. And Purdue pointed it seven times. Purdue uh, falls to two and one. Northwestern's four and oh for the year. And four and oh for the first time in since... Since when? Uh, or in conference play. Since 96. Pat Fitzgerald, he, he's done a nice job with that Northwestern program. Doesn't Hasn't gone the biggest... Biggest uh, players or the smallest player, or hasn't gotten the the biggest names names in the on, in recruiting, but knows how to get the best of his players. And that that's a great thing as a coach. You don't sometimes you don't need all the five stars and four stars and stars stars. It's called can you get the best out of whatever you get you have. So. So yeah, Northwestern gets a big win there. Okay, so now we're going to uh, talk about the AP poll. Poll. I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of changes from last week. I believe the only upset was was like SMU. But yeah, let's let's go. Uh, number number one, we have Alabama. They their game was postponed this week. Week. So they remain number one. Number two, Notre Dame beat Boston College. Played a great game. Number two, Ohio State's game was postponed, so they stay number three. Clemson, they didn't play at all last week. I believe had their bye week. Number five, Texas A&M had a, didn't play at all either. Florida, same. Florida beat Arkansas saw and stays at number six. Uh, number seven, Cincinnati. Uh, they crushed uh, East Carolina. Carolina. BYU's eight. They didn't play. Number nine, Indiana. They beat Michigan State. Move up one spot. Wisconsin, number 10. Or 10. They actually moved up three spots after getting a big win over Michigan. Uh, number 11, Oregon. They, they beat uh, Washington State. Number 12 is Miami. They fall three spots after uh, struggling with Virginia Tech. Number 13 is Georgia. They fall one spot despite not playing this week. 14 is Oklahoma State. They've, they fell, or I mean, uh, they didn't play this week. 15, Coastal Carolina. Game was postponed. 16, or fi- actually, no, there's a tie at 15 between Marshall and Coastal Carolina. Marshall. Moved up one spot after a crushing uh, Middle Tennessee. Uh, number 17 is Iowa State. I believe they had a bye week. 18, Oklahoma. 
I believe they had a bye week as well. 19's Northwestern. They move up four spots after getting a big win over Purdue. 20, USC. They won. They won against uh, Arizona. 21, Liberty. They they destroyed uh, Western Carolina. They move up one spot. 22, Texas. They fall despite not playing last week. 23, Auburn. They move up one spot even though they didn't play last week. Louisiana, they move up one spot after beating Georgia State, was it? I believe it was Georgia State. Louisiana, or South Alabama, South Alabama, my bad. 25, Tulsa, they got a big upset over SMU, and so they're into the rankings. And then teams receiving votes, North Carolina, SMU, Utah, Washington, Arizona State, Boise State, San Jose State. They're having a pretty good year, actually. Appalachian State, Nevada, they're undefeated so far. Iowa, Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo's ever been in the AP rankings, so that would be pretty good. Pretty good. And then UCFs trying to receive votes. Votes again. So Bills, or not the Bills, uh, Bills, but uh, the Bulls. I mean, Bulls are having a pretty good year. So yeah, those are the AP rankings. I wanted to thank you guys again for listening to my podcast. Really appreciate the support. Love doing this. Uh, again, this week I have finals, so I'm gonna do my best to get everything out. Out and provide as much information. I'm not going to have too much time to do a whole lot of research. So, so and if I'm late uploading or whatever, whatever, um, I'm terrible. going to be sorry. I'm going to try to get everything out on time. But, yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, tomorrow I'll be releasing my college football predictions have, have a have a great day enjoy uh football football though when you're seeing this there's really probably only going to be sunday night and monday night football left but hope you guys had a great weekend uh, stay safe and go bills and hail state